Zevran murders this magister in cold blood with hundreds of witnesses in the middle of this very fancy estate that the dead magister owns. Uh, everyone around him bursts into applause. Like, they're all very impressed. <laughs> That's so weird. And I... he takes, like, this huge sweeping bow. And was like, oh, that was very dramatic. Well done. You know, it's like, in the middle of his party, in the middle of his house. Wonderful. Wow. This has been Rathis, baby. <laughs> right? Welcome to Tevinter, fuckers. <laughs> Tevinter isn't a real place. <laughs> Nothing happened. Nothing is real in Tevinter. Right? I'm used to a little subtlety in my murders. <laughs> um, and as soon as this roaring round of applause settles down, Zeverin goes to Dorian and asks him to dance. And Dorian's like, absolutely, I'll dance with you because Dorian has ran all out of fucks. He doesn't care if people know he's gay. He doesn't care if people see him dancing with an elf. He is just, he's fresh out of fucks to give. Right? He's had a day. The band strikes up and Zevran and Dorian do a dance and they it's great. I think I'm just like staring in horror. This is not how things go down. <laughs> this, is, this is not normal. This is very weird. It's not okay. <laughs> like my jaw is on the floor in the middle of the dance floor. I'm still holding my spear. I'm just like, what the fuck? I think Elian walks over and quietly retrieves his knife from the guy. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about the guy we accidentally killed. Whoopsie <laughs> oh, no. daisy. Oh no. That sure was a thing that happened. Oh, God. Does anyone else want to dance? Anyone? <laughs> oh, no. No, thank you. <laughs> but I feel like Elian should. I feel like Elian would definitely dance. Elian would dance with someone. Oh, yes. Elian would definitely dance. I was like, you're a legion, yeah. Who does Elian want to dance with? I'm very curious. Oh, God. You know? I, I, I don't know. I've never seen Leander dance. I don't. I don't. I mean, he's a rogue, so he's reasonably dexterous. Oh boy! (laughs) Sex joke. Sex joke. Fuck! I forgot. Right. Sex (laughs) joke. Yeah. (laughs) Meanwhile, in the background, Cassandra's trying to like as much as you can for seven feet, trying to like melt into the wall. Like I don't like this party. (laughs) It's the first party she's ever been to. She don't like it. I'm sure I can take some of the attention off of you. All right, so paint me a word picture. What does it look like when Elian goes up to Leander? Um, well, so he's already like cleaned off his daggers and everything, put those away. Oh, yeah. He's you know. just put he's just sliding his daggers away as well, Leander is. <laughs> well, I guess uh the um entertainment for the moment is over. Uh seems that way. <laughs> <laughs> Any chance you'd care to dance? He looks about as surprised as a tranquil is capable of looking surprised. <laughs> and then eventually he says, very well. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just looking at Leander, I mean, he is tranquil and his modifier to communication is negative one. Mm. So uh, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to seeing this. Oh, this is great. <laughs> I'm, I'm also excited. This is great. Actually, it's not terrible. Oh, man. You're obviously a much better dancer than Leander is. Um, <laughs> but he doesn't embarrass himself, and it's probably mostly because you're leading. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> so, like, half of the reason I picked him is because, like, I know him. And also there's, like, the, I don't know, Mavaris is a little too bubbly for me. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm ready for that this early I feel in the like, evening. I feel like the problem is if you dance with Mavaris, she might outshine you. Like... Yeah, right, Mavaris exactly. Would definitely, definitely be better than you. <laughs> <laughs> Elian, wait a minute. I need to be the center of attention that's, here. That's the risk you run when you dance with the Disney princess. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, uh, so yeah, you spend a strangely nice evening dancing. Are you absolutely sure, Cassandra, that no one else wants to dance, Cassandra? <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Also, Sabray. Oh, no. I mean, Sabray is, like, just scowling aggressively. <laughs> I actually think the Sabray is taken. He's just standing by the buffet table. And first he was, like, guarding, with air quotes, the buffet table. But now he is eating all of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how you handle your sadness. Yep. <laughs> Eat it. Yeah. No, a- actually, there there is no desire for dancing. Like, there is a lot of desire for the leaving. Oh. 
Yeah, no, I think at some point I go, like, I want to, like, talk to Zevran. Actually, I, like, I really like the idea that I keep trying to talk to Zevran, but he keeps dancing with people. So yeah. like, That's Zevran actually very in character. Yeah, Zevran is extremely popular. Yeah. Which is, which is, like, horrendously taboo for a Tevinter <laughs> party, because, you know, like, as charming and incredibly beautiful as he is, he's still an elf, and this is Tevinter. And yeah. you're not supposed to do that. But, uh... Apparently, no one here got the memo because they're all just too stunned by his charisma. <laughs> I like I like the idea that maybe every time I go to like the dance stops and I like try to like walk over and I'm like excuse and then he's like off dancing again with another person. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much exactly how it happens. <laughs> oh, God. At least one of those times it's Elian. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. And then I retreat and spend the rest of the time sulking and eating all of the buffet snacks. <laughs> So murder aside, how does everyone enjoy their uh, enjoy their evening or not enjoy their evening as the case may be? It's terrible. It's the worst <laughs> thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> I mean, Elian enjoys a party, so he's of course he does. Of course and I mean, our Legion murders, like our Legion parties also have a lot of murder. It's just like, usually not, not like on the dance yeah. floor. It's usually not on right? the dance floor. Like Orlay <laughs> has its own. Like Orlay has the game, but for into Venter's eyes, the game is just sort of like an amusing amuse-bouche for what happens at a regular day in Tevinter. I feel like eventually, like, in her, in my attempt to, like, try to get out of people's vision, which is very hard being tall, like, <laughs> I bump into the table that, like, Sabre is eating from and just like, oh, so- sorry. <laughs> I, like, wordlessly look at you and then I offer you a little meatball on a toothpick. I just, like, sort of look at it and then look at you and take it, like, Thank you. And then eat it like, oh, it's not bad. You're welcome. <laughs> this party is terrible. There was murder and demons. It is this typical of parties? It's not typical of our parties. I don't know what kind of heathens. It's typical of Tevinter parties, I can tell you that <laughs> <Yeah>. much right <laughs> now. I like look around and I'm like, it's the goddamn sheds. Just... <sighs> every possible opportunity they could take to profane something they do. Would I know that word? I'm a Kunari, like, I wouldn't know that word, right? Like, so you've heard Shem, but you've only heard Sabre say it so far. (laughs) (laughs) You've managed to, like, you've managed to pick up, like, the context of it. Like, you think it has something to do with humans, but you're not 100% sure. And you know that it's always said in a dirty tone. (laughs) Right. I, like, look at him, I'm like, which one of them is Shem? I sort of stare at you blankly. <laughs> all, and I sort of gesture to the entire like ballroom, and I'm like, all, all of them. They're all Shem. I see. Am I a Shem too? <laughs> the hu- humans. That's it's the humans. The humans are awful. Oh, I see. The party does eventually end. You all take. You all take the same carriage uh, that you took to the party away from the party. Uh, Dorian is pleasantly tipsy. Uh, Mayveris is pleasant, but not tipsy because Disney princesses don't get drunk. She's just always <laughs> pleasant anyway, too. Yeah. Leander is exactly as sober as he was when he came in. <laughs> Which is indeterminable. Like, maybe he was drunk the entire time. No one would know. <laughs> it's impossible to tell with a tranquil. It really is. The minute Dorian gets into the carriage, he's like, ugh. I hate to venture parties. And then he like he takes a swig of like he snuck something out in like a glass. <laughs> of course. Severin says, I don't know, I thought it was rather invigorating. And Dorian's like, of course the Antiven Crow would think it was invigorating, and he takes another swig. <laughs> that was the worst party I've ever been to. That was the only party you've ever been to, Dorian says. <laughs> <laughs> Which is okay, wait, out of character, that's not true, right? We had like I mean he wouldn't consider them parties. But we would consider them. I like, mean, there was like at the Arlethven, there were sometimes kind of so there were bangers at the Arlethven. Like they were, <laughs> they weren't parties by like any human standards, but they were. They had dancing, they had food, yeah, probably some debauchery thrown in somewhere. But nothing like this. We didn't murder people in the middle. Oh of- God, no, no, no! Elven parties are civilized. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I look at him and I say, "Where I come from, parties are civilized." Dorian's like, ha! And then he toasts and then he drinks. <laughs> uh, you do eventually make it back to the Pavis estate. Uh, and Dorian is going to head straight up to bed. He's like, I'm going to go collapse. Don't need me for anything. And then he just vanishes up the stairs. 
And Mae Varys is like, she, who does, whose hair does she ruffle? I feel like whoever had the worst time, which is <laughs> probably equally Sabrae and Cassandra. So she like ruffles <laughs> both of your hair. And she's like, all right, sleep well. I hope it wasn't too miserable for you. And then she floats upstairs. It was. Leander hesitates because he knows what's about to happen. Like he, like Sabrae is definitely about to like, yes. probably pin Zevran to a wall and demand answers. And he wants to like be there to make sure Zevran doesn't fucking die. <laughs> I feel like Zevran could probably kick my ass, but yeah. Zevran no, definitely... could definitely kick your ass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I'm stupid. So, you know, that's not going to stop me. Um, yeah. No, I definitely like, I think it's like as soon as Mavaris is gone, I like turn and I'm like, we need to talk. Not here. He this like he he doesn't stop smiling, but like the smile leaves his eyes. He says, "Yes, I know, I know we do. You're owed nothing less than a full explanation, or as much as I can give you." I like I I think I just like stalk out with the assumption he's going to follow me to like a more private I don't know maybe like the dining hall or something. I don't want to have a conversation in front of everybody. Yeah, Zevran definitely follows you. Uh, Leander, I feel like Leander wants to follow you. He's going to give you like a safe radius. Because he doesn't want to intrude, but also he wants to make sure you're both okay. <laughs> it's like, obviously this is going to be bad. So after Zevran like, heads into the dining room, Leander looks at the two of you, Cassandra and Elian, and he kind of shrugs, and then he follows. <laughs> what do you do, Cassandra, Elian? I mean, I was basically trying to needle Sabre all evening, so I'm, I'm going to try to eavesdrop. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, like, I see... I see Leander like look at us and I'm like I, I understand and then I see him leave and then Elian is like also like yeah okay I'll follow and I'm just like oh okay we're all gonna go I guess like okay I just give her a kind of a shush signal like quietly we're spying <laughs> like oh what's spying right exactly I was like because I know what that is spying got it so here's how this scene is set I think I can picture uh Sabray and Zevran on opposite sides of the dining table. Uh, and this room, you usually have breakfast in this room, and it's usually suffused with golden light. Uh, but this time, it's just silvery moonlight that filters in through the double doors, the windows on the double doors. Uh, and Zevran has both hands sort of braced on the edge of the table, like he's trying to emotionally prepare himself for what he's about to say, because he's not looking like he's going to enjoy this conversation. Leander, I think, is hovering at the door. Uh, he's obviously separate from the conversation, but he's, like, hanging back. When uh, Zevran walks in, I give him a little bit of time. Um, and I think, like, as, as like forceful as I've been, I'm kind of, like, you can almost see I'm reluctant. Um, yeah, you're not alone in that. Zevran also looks extremely reluctant. Yeah. <laughs> and I say, are you Ren of Clan Sabre? Are you sure? He nods very solemnly he says yes i'm sure he spoke about his clan at length he spoke about you at length actually your your birth name yariel oh god i take a like i think nobody's called me that in years uh-huh um <laughs> i take like a like a little bit of a like shocked step back um he says, it's all right. I know it's in the tradition of some Dalish who find themselves the sole survivor of their clan to take that name in remembrance. Someone had to remember those who were gone. He nods and he says, what is that elvish phrase? Falondine Anaste? He mispronounces it a little, but it, what he's trying to say is uh, Falondine guide the dead. It's like a, uh, a, a prayer that one utters when one learns that someone has died. I nod my head and solemnly. I'm like looking up at him and looking back down at my hands. I need you to tell me everything. He says, I traveled with your brother for many months, my friend. It would take a while to get through the whole story, a while longer to remember some of it. It was 15 years ago. You don't understand. He's been dead. I thought he was dead. I need to know everything. Like, I'm, I'm like, I'm like getting a little like up on his face more than I want to be. Like... Severin doesn't, uh, for his part, Severin doesn't seem, like, offended or upset that you're getting up in his space. Uh, he seems very understanding, and he's, he lets you sort of get some of that aggression out. He says, uh, well, I can tell you where my story starts. The day I met him, I was assigned by the Antivan Crows to, uh, to assassinate him, actually. And then he had the terrible idea to spare my life after I failed. 
Sounds like him. He always did have more mercy than sense, yes? Yeah, he was never particularly smart. <laughs> it runs with the family. <laughs> <laughs> he says, um, in return for sparing my life, I agreed to help him fight the blight. You see, when I met him, he was a Grey Warden. A Grey Warden? Yeah, that is completely news to you. You did not hear anything about that. You know a little bit about the Grey Wardens. Like, you know that they're an order devoted to fighting the Blights. But past that, you they're very secretive. Like, they don't share their secrets lightly. All you know is that there have been five Blights, uh, and the Wardens have ended all of them. I, I shake my head, and I, I, like, turn away, and I look back at him. I, that doesn't... That doesn't make any sense. He died from the Blight. He says, no, my friend, he died killing the Archdemon. Like I said, I was there. It was the worst thing I've ever had to see. How did you, how did you get involved with an Archdemon? The Archdemon? The Arch... The Archdemon? How many are there? He says, every Blight is caused by an Archdemon. The Darkspawn tunnel until they find one, and then they bring it to the surface, and that's what causes the Blight. He says, the only way to end the Blight is to kill an Archdemon. If anything but a Grey Warden kills an Archdemon, it is able to transmit its life essence into any other blighted creature. So a blight cannot truly end until a Grey Warden is the one that deals the killing blow. And he says, and he was the one who took the blow. Alistair asked, begged him to let him be the one to do it, but he insisted. He said he couldn't, couldn't let him. He's getting really, really choked up about this. Oh god. I'm I think I'm just staring at like shocked confusion. He always was a noble idiot. He laughs just a little too loudly. <laughs> yes, he was. He was. Do you know anything about before you met him? About how how did how did he become a great warden? Why did he never come back to me? He says all I knew of the the circumstances of his becoming a Grey Warden were that he fought at the Battle of Ostagar, and I would like you to roll historical? Is historic? Yeah, historical lore is a thing. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. Go ahead and roll historical lore to see if you know what the Battle of Ostagar is. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, yeah, with a three, you don't know shit about the Battle of Ostagar. You heard of it, and that's about <laughs> it. Okay. <laughs> he says the Battle of Ostagar, it was, uh, it took place in southern Thetis at the Grey Warden headquarters known as Ostagar. It was a front in the Fifth Blight. I wasn't there, but Ren was, and he had nightmares about it right up until the day he died. King Kaelin's forces went to face the Darkspawn that came down from the Korkari Wilds, and right when the forces of Tern Logain McTeer should have entered the field and saved the day, he quit the field instead leaving almost everyone and King Kaelin to be completely slaughtered. He was one of the few survivors of the Battle of Ostagar. Him and Alistair. And that was about it. I'm like shaking my head. Because I've, I've just, we've never heard any of this. And nobody from my clan, right? Has, I mean, otherwise word would have gotten back. So this is Yeah, just definitely. Completely... Like, this seems like, like you're talking about, like King Kaelin, you know the name King Kaelin. He was yeah. the king before uh, the Karen King of Ferelden. Uh, and, like, if he, if your brother fought in a battle with King fucking Kaelin, someone should have told you. Yeah. Like, you're actually getting a little bit outraged that you've, you've heard absolutely nothing. Yeah, it almost seems like somebody would be, like, hiding. I, I think I'm, like, I'm just staring at him and just, like, absolute disbelief. I'm like, this is, I, forgive me, but this is absurd. This is absurd. I would have heard something. I, I've never heard any of this. I've never, somebody would have said if my brother had been involved in these events. He says, I don't know what to tell you, my friend. Your keeper, Marathari, was at his funeral. I met her, briefly, admittedly, but she was there. Told they all told... I, like, I'm, I'm like, pacing. Did she, okay, wait. Like, did she, she didn't tell me, did she? She never actually said he's dead. What she oh, said was, Nobody told me. They refused to tell me what happened. They refused. To, she said he's gone, and they gone, insisted yeah. that he's never coming back, and... In fairness, he was gone, and he never did come back. So I just heard the rumor that he died of the blight. I didn't actually... No one actually confirmed it. I I think I'm putting it together in my head a little bit. Like, I'm shaking my head back and forth. She didn't... 
It was just a rumor that he died. Oh my god, they lied to me. They lied the entire time. They just... All of my... I'm, like, shaking now. Like, I think I'm, like... I'm just sort of, like, silently standing there. And you see me suddenly uh, bring my fist really, really hard down on the table. Um, go ahead and roll something plus strength. Uh, yeah, you actually splinter. With the force of that <laughs> hand coming down on the wood, oh, wow. it, like, splinters down the middle. And Zevran, like, he can tell that you're really upset. And he, he's kind of hesitant, because, like, he know he knows your brother very, very well, but he doesn't know you super well. So he just kind of hesitantly puts, like, a hand on your shoulder, just like a placating hand. And he says, If your clan never told you, then let me help you fill in the gaps. He said, Your brother was the kindest bravest stupidest man that i ever knew he said he gave his life to save the world from the blight and i've never forgiven him for it and he's actually like he's genuinely teary-eyed and the hand on your back like grips a little tighter and he says i understand why it has hurt you so much to miss him all these years because i've been missing him too he says i can't i can't offer you any comfort if i had found a way to ease the pain of his death, I would have... He doesn't... He can't finish his sentence. I think I, like, I get up at that point and you can see it, like, I just have tears running like, down my face. And I look at him and I go, I... Thank you for your words. And I just leave. Like, I just rush out of the room. He says, Before you... I wasn't the only one who traveled with him. I turn. When you've, you know, when you've gathered yourself a little bit, go speak to Leliana. The Divine Victoria? She was his companion along with me. She could help you fill in some of the gaps. I I, I look at him and I utter like a choked, like, thank you. And then I just like, I just like run like out of the house. Oh, where do you go? Like, this is like earth shattering news, right? It's, yeah, it's pretty big. Um, maybe, maybe not, like, maybe just the grounds. Like, I guess maybe I, I'm smart enough maybe not to go into the streets, because that's not, like... Yeah, that's maybe not don't do comfort. that. You but, are like, an think, elf alone into Vinter. Yeah. yeah, but I am gonna, like, wander, the, like, through the grounds. Um, and I think I, I go and just find, like, the darkest corner and just sit by myself, like, sobbing. Like, Aww. silently, just tears, like, running down my face. Oh, no. I th- honestly, I think Zevran probably does something similar. No, like, no, that makes me even sadder. I think Zevran just goes and like insinuates himself into a guest room. Uh, so Cassandra and uh, Elian, you've been hearing this too. Oh boy, Zevran definitely like he opens the double doors and he sees both of you and he like does his best to smile, like he's really trying hard to smile. And he's like, "Excuse me, my friends," and then he walks past you and up the steps. That yeah was definitely. Yeah, that was definitely, like, a lot. And, like, I just look at Elian, like, startled, and then, like, look at uh, Leander, like, oh, were we supposed to hear that? Nope. Leander is standing there fidgeting uh, for a little while, and he says, it would probably be best if both of you go to bed. Probably, right? <sighs> right. Uh, so, Elian and Cassandra, what do you do? You go to bed? Probably. I feel like yeah. part of him is just like, oh god, we just learned something like horribly deeply personal, but also like, right. wow, that would have made a really good ballad. Leander does not approach you right away, Sabre, because like he was in the room, he knows you need a couple minutes. Uh-huh. But once like the worst of the racking sobs dry up, uh, I think he carefully announces his presence just by sitting down about three feet away from you on the flagstone path in the garden, just quietly, just letting you know that he is present. I think um, I look up and I don't know who to expect. Like, I think I hear the sounds before I know who it is. And when I see it's him, I'm a little shocked. He doesn't say anything. He's definitely he's going to let you talk first. You just had a very, very bad conversation. I, I look over at him. And I say quietly, what are you doing here? He reaches behind him and he pulls out a small, actually it's quite large. It's like a, it's a large um, painted ceramic mug and he slides it toward you and it's full of tea. Oh, God. <laughs> Cute. He says, if you want me to, I can go. I sort of carefully pick up the mug 
and without looking at him, and I go, please stay. Very well. And he just sits there, and he waits until you're done. I I get the feeling that you probably don't say a lot past that point. No, I don't think so. I think it's very, like, sort of quietly drinking tea and staring into the distance. Uh, the next morning, Dorian is down first, and he says, What the fuck happened to my table? <laughs> <laughs> you said he's down first, right? We're not down there yet? Yeah, you just loudly hear Dorian's voice. Oh, okay. I just sort of, like, roll back over in bed. <laughs> uh, you also hear Leander's quiet, indistinct murmur. <laughs> and then Dorian's very loud, That doesn't make it better! <laughs> <laughs> how have you guys been spending your morning? Not Sabre. How, have, how has Not Sabre been spending his morning? <laughs> not Sabre. I feel like um, Elian might have taken a small tray up to Sabre when Sabre didn't come down for breakfast. But, you know, beyond just knocking and leaving it outside the door, he doesn't really push. Oh, that's very sweet. I definitely take it, but after I like safely hear your footsteps Oh yeah, away. once I'm down the <laughs> stairs. No, I feel you. Yes. <laughs> uh, so the uh, table is getting, like the table where you all have breakfast and usually lunch as well, uh, it's getting a little crowded. Because now you've got Dorian, Mayveris, you've got Sabre and Cassandra and Elian and Leander and Zevran. You're going to need a bigger table eventually. Yeah. <laughs> I think I, sort of, I saunter down eventually around like noon. Um, and by I say saunter, I sulk. I sulk down. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and it looks like I didn't sleep at all. Uh, Dorian is, uh, the only way he knows how to deal with emotional trauma in other people is to pretend it didn't happen. <laughs> like, he was raised into Venter. That's all he, that's his only coping strategy, is just be, pretend to be fine until it stops hurting so bad. <laughs> uh, so, Great strategy. Yeah, no one ever said it was a good idea, but, you know, whatever. Um, but he is, uh, going through a pile of correspondence, uh, and pretty soon after you sit down, Sabre, he says, oh, Lennon's letter finally came. Uh, and Mayveris, who is eating a delicate lunch, probably like a salad or something. Like she's basically part rabbit, so probably <laughs> something like that. Perfect! She's like, oh, well, that sounds wonderful. Why don't you read it for us, my dear? He says, oh, all right. <clears throat> uh, Dorian, my dearest friend, I received word from our sending crystal before I got your letter, of course. And by the time I have sat down to write this response, I've already stolen into the dreams of that handsome Orlesian of yours. And he actually stops reading a little bit. He's like, the fuck? Ellie, like, shows on his drink. <laughs> <laughs> like, if, if this were an actual Dragon Age game, Dorian disapproves. Would be like, right, exactly. You get, like, minus approval. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, to <clears throat> that Orlesian of yours. To get a look at those crimson valisline, and he hopefully relayed my judgment to you. They are Helithan Dorian, which means that Solus has fingers in Minrathis. And his face kind of twists. It means that you're in danger. I'm doing what I can in Denerim. This is still, so far as I can tell, a large base of operation, but you need to track down these threads into Vinter. I think I need not remind you of the stakes. Dorian's really frowning, but he doesn't say why, he just keeps reading. I... Fear I have little information for you besides. I can tell you that the word Vantarala is a very archaic form of the elven word for spirit. The suffix Allah implies consciousness or free will, although the word is so old that I'm not sure it holds the same meaning. As to the three names you gave me, Anaris, Geldoran, Dernthal, I know of them only through the Abella San, and Dorian frowns again. They were rebels, allies of Solus, who helped him free the slaves of ancient Arlathan and formed the original Halithan. The only conclusion I can draw from all of the facts is that he believes their spirits may still be extant, perhaps trapped in the crystal on the diagram that you sent. Did you find any crystal in the wreckage? I would of course not ask you to involve yourself in my fight against the Halithan, but anything you find in Tevinter that you could pass along to me I would be most grateful for. Strange rumors have been coming up out of the free marches lately. Wherever we plant our spies, Solus is up to something, and it's getting people killed. Hmm. As for the witch called Meryl... Oh, I perked my head up. <laughs> I'm afraid I've heard of her only through rumor and reputation. She was a topic of much discussion at the last Arlethven I attended for what she did to Clan Sabre. 
If you have a surviving member of that clan in your midst, please offer my most heartfelt condolences and my regrets that I don't know more. Yer abalas vir suladin halam shivanas. That is Elvin for my heart is filled with sorrow. We must endure. It is the sweet sacrifice of duty. It's like a, it's a very heartfelt, like Elvin gesture of uh, regret and mourning. Mm-hmm. And he's definitely Dalish if he knows those words. Yeah. I, uh, I think I don't say anything. I just look my I, my eyes are on the table and I just tighten my fist. Um, <laughs> and then I look at it and I release it because I don't want to smash the table again. <laughs> <laughs> or break a fork or like... <laughs> By the time this letter finds you, Leliana and Zevran are likely already there. And Zevran like toasts the Inquisitor, I guess, <laughs> via the letter. Um, they are likely already there. And the summit with the Black Divine nearly begun. I know you have no faith that this can achieve anything, Dorian, but you should know better than to underestimate the Inquisition's inestimable spymaster. If anyone can secure the end of a oh, Lannan, you optimistic shithead. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone can secure the end to a war between Tevinter and Kunandar, it's our Liliana. Have some faith. You always managed it for me, despite my objections, so surely you can manage some for your own country. If you have need of me in Tevinter, you know you only have to ask. It won't be an easy thing, but when have we two ever shied away from things just because they were difficult? Sarah, if you're going to vandalize my correspondence again, please try not to write over anything important. Yours faithfully, Lennon, and oh, it looks like Sarah's drawn a butt underneath his signature. <laughs> oh, look, she's she's labeled it butt. Uh, and then beneath that, she has written Lord Magister Fancy Britches. I guess that's me. Uh, and then several words for various sexual anatomy. <laughs> I'm just like staring in confusion at <laughs> Dorian, like, what the? Uh, he sets the letter down. He's like, <sighs> and he sighs and he like leans on his hand and he says, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you all. If whatever magic that you have been displaying the last few weeks has something to do with solace, I'd rather not. Uh huh. What's a solace? Yeah. He says, solace is, um, oh boy. He like, he leans back in his chair. He's like, oh, solace was a a member of the inner circle of the Inquisition, uh, along with me, along with Leliana, um, along with everyone that made the Inquisition what it was. Uh, The only difference between him and the other members of that inner circle was that from the start, he was a lying piece of shit. And Lannan fell in love with him for reasons that I will never be able to understand. He completely broke his heart and cut off his hand. And What? 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 It's a long, long story. And... Honestly, it's like they made a video game about it or something. (laughs) He says, I am not eager to track him down. Like, I understand it's very important. I understand he has machinations that involve the end of the world, but Lennon's very competent. I'm sure he can handle it on his own. And I'd, I'd rather not face a ancient god if I can. Is that really an option? I mean, I would certainly like to believe it is. If at all possible, I would not like to face a god. I, just in general, I would like to not do that. I feel like that's a common wish. I don't feel like normally we're in positions where we have to wish that. At least not, not as of yet. He is like nervously tapping his finger against the table. He says, especially because... He keeps looking, like, he's trying to address the table, but he keeps nervously looking at you, Sabre. Oh. Like, he's he's very anxious about something, and it involves you. I think it's it takes me a little bit, because I'm not super smart, but uh, eventually I catch on. Um, and, like, the next time he, like, keeps, like, like he, he keeps looking at me, the next time he, like, looks directly at me, I'm like, what? He kind of sighs, and he says, all right, so, um, like I said, I, I'd rather not, but, um, I feel... Especially because whatever this strange magic is that's surrounded all of you involves Solus. I feel like I really ought to tell you Solus is not. He's. It's not. Leander abruptly like cuts him off. He's like Solus is the dread wolf. What? How? What? Dorian says yes. Thank you, Leander. Tactful as ever. He says, "Listen, ancient Arlathan was a very long time ago." Things that you consider legends came from something, and 
that the specific legend of the Dreadwolf came from him. The Dreadwolf literally exists. His name is Solus. He's a genocidal dickhead that the Inquisitor fell in love with for some reason. I think I'm just like staring at him like you would like a small child. Um, who just told yeah, you this that Santa is, Claus was real? Yeah, this is a this is a lot to take in for a Dalish elf. Yeah, like I'm, I think I, like I'm just like, and I I think you see me like look up and I'm like very patiently I'm like, no, you don't understand. It's like, it's a myth. It's the Dreadwolf isn't you know it's a story. It's not a real thing. Yeah, here's the thing about that. Um, most of what you consider myths actually have quite a lot of basis in reality. There's a reason that the ancient Elvenon lasted for thousands of years. There's a reason the stories endure. It's because much of them happened. The Dread Wolf was a real person. He was a, a, a rebel, uh, someone who fought the ancient Elven... They were called Evanuris back then. The, the ancient Elven gods, he freed the slaves of the ancient Elven Empire. And learning that there are slaves from the ancient Elven Empire... <laughs> Oh boy. That's like the worst thing you've ever heard, because your people have been enslaved twice. And to learn that the original Elvenon, the original Elven Empire, also enslaved elves is horrifying. Not only have other cultures done this to you, you did it to yourself as well. I, I think I'm just like staring at him and shaking my head. And I, I'm like, that that cannot be. That's nothing you're saying right now makes sense. How would you know any of this? Because I was there. I was there when Lennon confronted him and found out the truth. I was there when Solus cut his hand off. I was there when he revealed himself to be the Dread Wolf. I, I fought with him through all of the Alluvians, through the attack. I was there. I saw all of it. It's true. He's the Dread Wolf. And trust me, it was hard for Lennon too. He is just as Dalish as you are. It wasn't easy for him to swallow. This doesn't make any sense. I, I think, like, he needs to hear this from, like, another Dalish elf before he's gonna really believe it. Like, he's just like, this is just, like, some idiot human <laughs> that he knows about my fucking culture. And, like... I mean, that's fair. That's fair. Like, you know nothing. I, like, I think he, like, stands up and he goes, I know it's very clear that you think this is true, but it's it's just not... That's not how this works. I need to talk to Lannan. It's like, oh, yes, I'll just summon the Inquisitor down to Deventer, shall I? that stops me and i'm like okay and D dorian immediately seems regretful of his words he's like no no you're you're not wrong this is um i know it's a lot to swallow maker knows that lannan spent days in the catatonic state after learning what he did it should come from someone like lannan i suppose he was there it happened to him perhaps i can write a letter i, I just need to know i this doesn't make any sense he says, I'll, I'll talk to him. I'll speak to him through our crystal, our sending crystal, and I'll have him visit you in your dreams tonight. What? <laughs> Great. Okay. I stare and I'm just like, this has been the worst two days of my life. And I just get up and leave. So is that a no, you don't want to talk to Lennon? I do. <laughs> okay. Uh, just, just verifying. <laughs> I go down and start like doing like spear drills or something like this has just been a it's been a long fucking two days uh so sabre fucks off <laughs> uh and the table gets a little quiet and then dorian looks at you elian <laughs> and he takes a really long sip of tea <laughs> I, I i i told you he came to me in a dream didn't you just what what is what is that supposed to mean? Oh, nothing. Nothing at all. You know you're not good enough for him, right? He says very washed, especially just like just oh, all of a sudden very boy. It's like, I just want to get this, like, right out. Lannon is the best friend I've ever had. He saved a world that reviled him, and you're not good enough for him. I'm just going to come out and say it. And, like, my various, like, gently, like, drags Dorian backward by the chair. <laughs> like, just pulling him away out of the room as he's sitting there ranting. He's like, Lannon was the best friend I ever had. You are not worthy of his affection. You certainly are. And then she, like, gently pushes him out the door and, like, closes it behind her. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then she sits back down and she says, would you like more tea? 
And you can still hear Dorian on the other side of the door, still ranting. <laughs> yes, please. And he offers his cup. <laughs> she delicately refills your cup. I feel like internally Elian's like, I mean, like, I noticed that he was attractive, but I didn't think that he thought that. And like, we've known each other for a grand total of, what, five minutes? <laughs> like, Yeah, that doesn't seem to matter to Dorian. <laughs> Dorian is in full mama bear mode right now. How has everyone been spending their day? It's been a quiet day because normally you, you do shit, but today has been rather quiet, probably because someone, Dorian, was a little hungover from the party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably later in the day. I think eventually he goes over when you're just taking a break and like you've set your spear down and like maybe you're drinking a glass of water. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do want to preface this that uh, Sabray is not Nyla. He's not going to just throw his <laughs> spear at you. He's, right. <laughs> he's a little more cautious. <laughs> so I think he sits down next to you and uh, just asks, how are, how are you doing today? I think I just let him like a snort. I mean, like, I know it's a dumb question, but are you all right? Considering... I let out a sigh. <sighs> I don't know if I've been alright since I turned 15. <laughs> I think he, he looks over at you and he says, It is thoughtful of you to come here. Most would not care. So, you know how Severin said uh, that your brother was famous? I raise an eyebrow at him because it just confirmed that he was listening. <laughs> right. <laughs> I see someone was up late last night. <laughs> yeah, I I apologize for the eavesdropping. I curiosity cats. I stare at you blankly. I don't think I've ever heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> that's a Shemlin phrase. So. Yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> it's uh, that 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 doesn't matter. Um, so there are lots of songs about your brother the the hero version of him at least i look kind of uh, exhausted and i look at him and i go i suppose that makes sense i look back up at him and i i um i say quietly i don't suppose you know any i i, I do actually um and i'd be happy to perform one for you when you feel up to it um, and if th this is a massive big if, I would kind of like to write another. I narrow my eyes at you. Look, look, we all know him as a hero. We know this mythologized version of him, but you know him, and I. I wouldn't write anything without your permission, I, I swear. But I think as you're saying this, I stand up abruptly and I go, I'm starting to think I didn't know him at all. And I pick up my spear and start like throwing it at the wall again. I'm sorry. I uh, I feel like Elian takes that as his uh, exit. That's a good call. A good call. <laughs> like you picked up the spear again and he's just like, mm, okay. <laughs> I was in the library and I was like trying to look up things about like Somniari. I'm like, what the fuck? There are people who can dream and tell other people's dreams. I hate that. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can. If you want to roll to see how much you learn about Somniari, you can. Yeah, yeah. Let's do a roll. Okay. Uh, with an 11. Oh, yeah. There's there's a book on Somniari that, uh, that Dorian has. Uh, and you are able to do quite a bit of research into it. And apparently they were very common in the ancient Elven Empire. Uh, like in ancient Arlathan, they were everywhere. Uh, nowadays, they're extremely rare. And most of them die because mm. they get possessed very, very early on in life. And it's usually Templars that are forced to slay them. Um, okay. Very few survive long enough into adulthood. Uh, but the ones that do are almost always extremely talented mages. They're one of the ancient archons, actually, of uh, the Deventer Imperium was a dreamer. Very famously so. 
And he used that to his advantage by, like, going into the dreams of his enemies and terrorizing them. I'll bet he did. Sounds like Tevinter. That sounds like Tevinter to me. <laughs> yep. It sure does. Your, 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 the Kyun sense in the back of your head is telling you that the Kyun's answer to dreamers would be kill them. Like, <laughs> right. Straight up. Just, like, just murder them. Because they're, they're, they're so, like, they're so susceptible to possession. And they're way, way, way stronger than your average bear. So it's kind of amazing to you that... The Inquisitor managed to survive as long as he did. And now I'm gonna go bother Savray. <laughs> <laughs> All of my communication uh, skills are plus zero, so <laughs> there is like absolutely no consideration for the fact that you could be holding a spear. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I just like bust in and I'm like, Sabray. Let's say this is a couple hours after uh, after Elian has left. I guess I've stopped. Like, there's a limit on how much one can throw a spear in a wall. Um, right, before your arm is like, please, for the love of God, stop. Yeah. I think, and presumably I've cleared everyone else out of this room, because I've just, like, I've been angrily throwing a spear in a wall for, like, two plus hours. Um, <laughs> so I'm just, like, sitting, like, on the floor with my back up against a wall, just my eyes kind of closed. And as you walk in, I, like, look up kind of surprised, and I'm like, Cassandra? You broke the table last night. Oh, I see we were all up late last night. <laughs> it was a very loud sound. Also, yes, we were listening. <laughs> I sort of shake my head exasperated. It was Leander left and then Elian also followed and I was alone. So I also oh, followed was, them. Did you pull any people off the street? Were there any random guards who wanted to listen in while you were at it? I don't suppose you woke up any strangers and... Well, I, I can't go outside. I'm a canary. I sort of look at you very blankly. And then I go, I think I like you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's good. I, I think I'm a little scared of you, but that's good. I sort of, when you say that, I sort of nod my head sagely, like, yes. And I say, did you just come here to tell me about the table? I knew the table was loud. I, I, I was aware the table was loud. That, no, no, that's not, not entirely. It was, it was not information we should have heard. It was very personal. Yes, we should not have heard that. I'm sorry for listening in. What was that word that Elian used? E eavesdropping? That one. That one. F for doing that. The dropping of the eaves. Sorry. I think I look like I look aggravated, but then my face falls and I just sort of like look up and I'm like, I should like I wave my hand in a kind of like it is all it's done gesture. It's it was regrettable. It's all very regrettable. I sort of like start playing with my hands because she literally is afraid of you. <laughs> like you scare oh. her. You are so full of anger that she's like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, you know, the last people who were angry with her sewed her lips shut, so you know. Oh, <laughs> oh stop, no! <laughs> right, so she's just very nervous, and I'm just very nervous, so like, I'm like fidgeting, and I'm like, I hmm, don't know how to say this, but I can kind of see why you would make a deal with a demon, maybe. Still a bad idea, but I look up and I'm like, I didn't know it was a demon. Of course you wouldn't. You're not like mages. Dreaming is not the same for us as it is for you. I'm starting to get that impression. Normally when I dream, it's just well, it's a lot of blood. But aside from that, it's very normal. I sort of like tilt my head at that, like, you dream of blood? I look down. Um, and then I, I think I look like back up at you and meet your eyes. I dream, I dream of the night my village was slaughtered. Ah, uh, you hold your people very dear, and I cannot understand that. My people hold nothing dear. I'm like looking at you sort of quizzically. I, I do not understand that. It sounds very sad. It is the essential nature of the Kyun. Right. It is all I have known. We don't have things like brothers or clans, but it is also 
the only thing you have known, and it was taken from you, and that is, as you said, regrettable. He, he was looking at you sort of just like, like he doesn't know how to even like wrap his head around it. He says, the only thing that keeps me going is the memory of those I have lost, the memory of my family. I don't know what I would do if I did not have that. I'm sorry you don't have the same. Hey friends, Tessa here. If you're desperate to hear the next episode, chances are good that you can by joining our Discord server. We post links to all episodes and pre-release, and you can even chat with us and listen live as we record. Join us by going to bit.ly slash CFC Discord. For more information on the show, character biographies, and links to social media, head to our website, critfail.club or critfailclub.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr. Crit Fail Club does not advertise at all, so if you like what you hear, tell a friend who might also like it, make a post on social media about it, or leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Full episodes are available on our YouTube channel, bit.ly slash channel, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mm-hmm.